music let's stop that right now hey guys it's the 51st annual mats i personally couldn't get out there but i sent my buddy super trucker justin he wrangled up the most deviant truckers out there now nah, he got some great guys and gals to come on the show today you know before we waste any time let's tip the band we'll jump right over to mats what am i even doing here let's see Who's on the docket today? Supply chain challenges are not always easy, but the commitment from the team at Dunavant Logistics to take on that responsibility is unwavering. Dunavant, logistically speaking, they're at the center of it all. Visit them at dunavant.com. All right, look at these two beautiful gentlemen. Look at them right here. It's super trucker Justin Martin and Gord McGill. Bring my boys up. Look How you doing, beard. guys? Hey, how's, good morning. How's it going? What's well, happening? Good afternoon now. Oh, just another beautiful day in the supply chain. You know, this doing is, nice. Gord, first time meeting you, man. We've been talking so much on the Twitter. Uh, yeah, yes, sir. Nice, nice to see you on video. You're a beautiful man, sir. You are. Where'd you get the hat from? Uh, my old man got it for me at a truck stop in Nebraska. The company that makes it's in California. You can order them online. American made. Damn. How many fuel points did that cost him? <laughs> probably quite a few <laughs> probably, quite, probably quite a few Man, so you know i was at a monster truck rally last weekend and i was telling justin that it was like that that eminem vma performance where like just everybody walked out dressed like eminem but he's showing me all the pictures from you guys over on the floor at matt's and there's like ten thousand drivers there with beards who look like the spitting image of justin is it easy to keep track of them it is a little hard. He does have some doppelgangers here, and he's been slowing down our progress circulating through mats to see all the wonderful displays because he keeps doing the beard bro <laughs> selfie collection, right? So it's like every 20 seconds, he's got to whip his phone out and then get a, get a, get a selfie with another beautiful beard. <laughs> i got to create that content. Well, hey, we'll, we'll see. We'll, actually, Justin, you can't answer this because I've given you the answer so far. But Justin tells me there's at least like 20,000, 40,000 people on the floor today. But, Gord, let's look back to 1972. How many people do you think showed up at the first ever Mets? Oh, 1,500? I don't know. I'm just taking a wild guess. <laughs> no, it was it was 4,000. Was, so they're already off to a great start. But like Justin said, 2,000 now, there's 83 exhibitors to start. And now on the floor, uh, we were going to show you some pictures, but I think my graphics computer crashed. So you guys tell me a little bit about what you're seeing out there. Trucks, lots of trucks, big trucks, small trucks, you name it. Uh, truck parts. Uh, if you own your own equipment and you need to work on it, there's all kinds of vendors out there with every kind of service imaginable. Yeah, there, there's lots of different vendors. There's lots of services. Um, as I put it, lo lots of people who want to be involved in trucking but not actually drive. There seems to be quite a bit of that around. Um, oh, wow. There's, uh, we, we ran over a couple of deer. There was a, there's some wildlife uh, here at Matt's. Uh, the folks from uh, Herd uh, Bumpers, uh, they, they actually brought a couple of deer. We got a photo of them yesterday. So, you know, good to see the wildlife here uh, circulating at the truck show. Very, very. Good oh, here, look, we got some graphics, too. This is a little bit of the floor. Guys, you see anything you like? Like, I love the old school trucks that they got on display. Yeah, the, the cab over. Everybody drools over the cab over. Um, even has, like, the, the doghouse there inside the cab. 
Gordon, yeah, that, did you guys? Get, by the way, did you guys have you guys have you entered trucking Twitter into the over the top arm wrestling tournament? I heard you talking a little s online, Gord. Yeah, I I, th- I think I'm gonna go down there and try and twi- twist some arms later this afternoon. Yeah, I'm gonna definitely check that out. Now you are so Gord. People who may not know you, they haven't heard the voice of Gord yet. They haven't had the pleasure of following you on Twitter. You're a bit of a rebel rouser in trucking. Tell people a little bit about yourself and why the hell are you at Matt's? What do you want to get out of this? So I've never been to Matt's before. Um, and given that I've been on the road for 26 years, I figured it's about time I come down and checked it out. And um, yeah, it's really nice to catch up with people. This is my first time meeting super trucker in real life. <laughs> I'm catching up with some real nice folks. Some of your guests coming on later, uh, Lee and Lisa Schmidt. It's just a real good time to catch up with all sorts of people uh, I've met online over the years and uh, get with folks in the industry uh, all together. It's, it's just, I was buzzing yesterday, man. It was real good. It's been a real good time. You know, you, one thing that you're buzzing about though, and one thing I love in your articles is, is you challenge sort of the status quo and you stat, you challenge a lot of sort of the media PR that is put out around trucker surveillance and you take it down to the driver level and what the real issues are and how they impact drivers. You seeing any tech out there on the floor that that's scaring you or Justin, you seeing anything out there that you're like, man, this is it for us. No, not, not a lot of, not a lot of autonomous stuff here. It's, it's definitely all about the drivers. Yeah, it's a very, very, very driver-centric show, that's for sure. Um, uh, Speaking of the surveillance stuff, FMCSA uh, have a big booth here, and they just had a listening session. And uh, there there was a gentleman who uh, was allowed to speak. They have, like, a public listening session, and he was bringing them some pain. Like, that fellow, we need to track him down, get him on your show. Yeah, I'm really mad I didn't get his contact info because he was a great megaphone. Yeah. Some, so they were like they, they had drivers going up. They, they were they had drivers come up and they were kind of like roasting. Or one driver was roasting oh, yeah. the the FMCSA. Yeah, when we when we first got here, we were walking by that 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 room and we heard him ranting against ELDs and all this stuff. We're like, oh, we know we we like what he's saying. And we walked in and it was like the FMCSA officials just up on that panel and he's just grilling them to their faces. And what the whole, was and the, his the room? Was, did just, he just make any good points? You know, it, yeah, you know it, when ELDs. Have, Ever since ELDs have passed, safety has gone down, not up. Um, drivers are earning less because they're, they're not driving as many miles as they used to. You know, the, the same thing everybody has heard, but they're finally, like, they're finally getting it to their faces, not just through email that they can ignore. Interesting. Now, did you guys challenge yourself? You know, we had Mike Lombard on. on we get to the kickoff, the road to mats on the Wednesday show. And we had a fitness guru. Mike Lombard, and I think you guys ran through, saw some pictures, and I think I got a video of him doing some pull-ups, and I wanted to know if either of you beat his record. We got that tape? Maybe. Stand by. Are they working on it? So uh, <laughs> what's, what's your fitness at, Gord? See, this is, mal- this is the thing I like about Matt's, though. This isn't like one of these button-down kind of events, right, where you got to take everything seriously. Like you guys are popped a squat in the corner. Here we go. Two. So the record three, for the show was 14. Four. <laughs> Five, What's this, like, six, he tied. Seven, some kind of cheating. Eight, <laughs> nine, ten, <laughs> eleven. Make it look easy. Thirteen. <laughs> Does he have a fourteen? Oh yeah. <laughs> Beauty. You guys didn't try your hand at that one, Justin. You might bend that bar. Yeah, yeah. If, it was, if it was if it was a deadlift, I can I can put up some good numbers. But no, I, yeah, pulling myself up now. 
I wasn't I wasn't going to get anywhere near Mr. Lombard's excellent physique. I, I would probably barely scrape together three, so I was just going to let Mike have it. Hey, he says anybody can do it. Before his wedding, he was carrying 50 extra pounds on his ass, so, you know, there, there's a road for anybody. He's a very inspirational guy, Mr. Mike. He's even better in person, and it's been fun hanging out with yeah. him. So what do you guys think of the flashy trucks? Like, show this, uh, show that bull steer. What was the name of this bull steer truck, Just Yeah, this guy. It looks like Wicked Intent, but it's not Wicked Intent. Yeah, El Diablo, I think his name was. Tell me, you like those, Gord? You like these? Did he see El Diablo? Guys, you got the the video and the, the – yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, the show one with Duster on the hood. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you love to see that kind of creativity uh, applied to our mobile homes, as it were. Uh, I, love, I love to see that, that that level of custom creativity in the trucks. That was, that was pretty cool to see. They had a pickup truck. It's, it's, got a, it's got a tilt bed on the back, and they've got this old Dodge pickup done up in much the same style, yeah. which is really cool. And it's not just a show truck. He drove it here from Vegas. He hauls loads with it. You know, he puts it to work. He had that special foot pedal button. What does that thing do? Oh, well, it's the high beams. Old trucks, instead of having a switch on the dash or on the uh, steering wheel, you had a foot pedal for your, your high beams. Interesting. Interesting. So, Gord, what goes on for you at Matt's after this, uh, after this show right here? Well, I'm going to see the uh, 100th anniversary Kenworth, and I'm going to go and arm wrestle, I guess, for trucking Twitter. <laughs> I was, there's a lot of big boys here. I don't, I don't think I would even make that cut. Um, I'm going to hopefully get some time with Lee and Lisa Schmidt and uh, go and check out the folks over at CDL Drivers Unlimited. Interesting. All right. Well, you know, I was hoping Justin would bring one of those competitors on from uh, from the arm wrestling tournament. Justin, you're going to represent what the truck? Uh, I, I'll, how I'll about you represent it right I'm, now? I'm how, how about hey, little preview? Arm wrestle. You too. Oh little God. preview. I'm left handed, so. This is the what the truck arm wrestling tournament. Oh, what happened here? Was it tie? Yeah, it was a tie. All right. It's a weird, it's a weird angle too. It's not, it's not the right setup. <laughs> well, Gord, let me ask you, man, uh, b- before I send you off here, how do people connect with you? How do they reach out to you? How do they follow you on Twitter? You, how do they uh, get your newsletter? Um, yeah. So I'm uh, autonomous truckers.substack.com uh, at driver autonomy on Twitter. And uh, you can find my podcast voice of Gord uh, on all your Spotify, Apple, all your major podcatchers. All right, man. We'll make sure to get my boy into some trouble where you're, uh, where you're out there. Oh, that was last night. <laughs> <laughs> what'd you get? Wait, what'd you guys do last night? Oh, we went out to the truck parking lot and just hung out with Lombard and uh, Taylor Boone, all those good guys out there. Nothing. I-, I love that you just go back to your natural environment of standing in a in a parking lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ran- ran- ranting until two in the morning. But hey, Gord, I really appreciate. Has there been like a live rest arm wrestling contest on the air before? I think that is, I would, yeah, you know what? Uh, Michael Vincent back uh, about six months ago, I think he, he arm wrestled Matt uh, McClellan. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. All, All right. right well, thanks, who, a lot. Who, thanks a lot, Dooner. Yeah, take care. Go enjoy that show. Justin, who we got next? We got uh, uh, Lee and Lisa Schmidt. I'll, I'll, let them, I'll let them take both chairs so uh, you can chat. Okay. Cool. Justin's, uh, Justin's taking, a, taking a hiatus. Hello, you two. You guys are looking great. Hello. Good afternoon. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. This is, is this your first rodeo? This can't be your first, Matt's, is it? Oh, no, of course not. No, we've been here since. 18. Yeah, 18. We've come every year except one since 18. Wow, since 2018. Is that how long you have been team driving together for? 
I drive. She just sits and looks pretty. That's what she tells everybody. <laughs> it's a full-time job to look pretty in that passenger seat. No, 16, she got in a truck, so. Yeah. Interesting. Got in 16. And it's 2023, so six, seven years now. That's a, that's a decent run. You got any tips for the co-driver out there, especially maybe the lady co-drivers who may be joining their husband on the road? You can't get mad because you can't run in the back and slam the door. You know, I can't even go in the back and slam the curtain because he took that away. So you just sit over there. And the tip is if your husband is hungry and he wants a ghost pepper sandwich, don't tell him how hot ghost peppers really are. Is, is that is, on the road? Is that the kind of thing that just turns into a pointless argument? And then you have to nurse him back to health if he eats the sandwich? I just let him eat it. And then he sweats and realizes how hot it is. And I sit over there and laugh. <laughs> <laughs> you notice I'm quiet. There's a lot of this that happens in the truck too. I just sit over here quiet. <laughs> you know, you you guys you guys are great. But you you tweeted recently, and uh, a lot of people are on trucking Twitter, and I, and I follow you all. But you you talked about sort of the death of the American dream, and it got me curious. And I was thinking because in in some ways you're you're living your own American dream. But I was curious: is the American dream dead for truck drivers, or is it dying? Do we have to save it? There's things we can do to save it. Um, the days of getting in a truck and driving where you want, when you want, with who you want, are getting severely limited. And we were at the FMCSA hearing a minute ago, and FMCSA is regulating us and no one else. FMCSA can't save the, they can't save us from the cars. They have no authority, and now they're just discovering, hey, we have authority over the brokers that they haven't used since their existence. So, yeah, it's getting more and more difficult to have your American dream. On a side note to that, we actually enlightened them on a lot of things they didn't know at the FMCSA listening session. Um, their whole point of coming here was, what are you guys hearing on the road? How does this affect you? How is this going to affect safety? So we told them from our point of view how it affects everything that's going on. And what, what what was that? What are some of the things that are, uh, in case my listeners don't know, what are some things we should be aware of that maybe the FMCSA is off the mark and it takes drivers who are actually moving trucks to tell them? I started a conversation by saying that the regulation's been on the books forever. It also falls along with the penalty side. Uh, 49 U.S. Code 14906 is the dollar figure that goes with it, that all the carriers are having to sign away their rights under 371 and i said it's just standard practice that they do this and they acted dumbfounded that they didn't even know about this um they didn't understand that they had the authority to enforce fines they don't do audits on brokers they do audits on carriers within their yeah. first six months they have not audited a single broker they told us that yeah, that was one of the questions I asked. I said, you know, when when I get my own authority and within six months, it's mandatory FMCSA audit. You give a broker their authority, how long before you audit them? And he admitted they'd never have. Uh, did, did they seem receptive? I, I, did, did you did you get a good reply? They do. They, they I believe they want to help us fix this situation. Congress, as you know, ordered in the infrastructure bill, a compensation study and to see how that relates to safety. This broker transparency falls under our compensation, which therefore, you know, 
affect safety. They do want to help. They they have no clue because they don't drive trucks. They don't know what we do. So it is up to all of the drivers out here to tell them. You know, when they open a comment period, give your comments. We need to explain to them in detail how things work out here. And along that line, for your listeners, people want things fixed to driver speed, which is it should have been fixed yesterday. The way the FMCSA works is they had the comment period. Now there's time after that, and they have to come up with a proposed rule, and there's quest comment period on that, and then it would become the rule. So all of this takes time. The one thing they didn't explain is this is going to be ongoing for at least a year, and they didn't say that. So just to let your listeners know, what they started now is going to be a year before you hear anything. It takes forever. It takes forever to get anything done. And right now, you know, we're in an environment where rates have been bad, and they've been bad for for almost a year now. How are, how are you guys securing freight? And is the like at Matt's? Is the mood? Is this? Do you think this is casting uh, a parlor on the mood or anything there? Or are people in good spirits? I don't think it's casting a mood on anybody. Yeah. I think this is our chance to let our hair down and and have our good mood together with other people that understand what we go through. You know, we're with other drivers and this is our chance to, the mood isn't at truck stops. The mood is here at Matt's. Yeah, absolutely. Well, what kind of message do you want to get out to drivers? Like, what do you need to unify on? What's really strong right now? We just heard that parking is back up. You know, the, the federal government is considering the giving parking. Uh, that thing may push through. Who knows? These things always get snagged up. Things take forever. But that that seems like a positive. It is. But one of the things that drivers have talked about forever is unity or alliance or working together. We can work together on things. And, and I'm going to do a shameless plug here. CDL Drivers Unlimited, booth 74108 in the pavilion. That's where Lee and I are hanging out. Um, We've created a driver alliance, which is with drivers for drivers. Drivers are going to steer the way our organization goes. Everybody that drives a a desk sits in the back office and really doesn't have much say, but the drivers will steer it. Very cool. What what do you hope to push forward with, with like this initiative in this group? everything that nobody else is because not to undo OIT or anything. And like I said in there, we agree with OIT on this. We're different because everybody in our alliance has a valid CDL and drives. When we met with people in DC, I drove my truck right outside of DC, parked it. So our point of view is we're going to bring FMCSA, Congressman, Senate, the view from the driver that's sitting in the seat. There's not a lobbyist we're hiring. You want a lobbyist? It's me that drives a truck. I'm going to give you my viewpoint. And that's what our alliance is bringing. So we're going to collaborate with all the drivers on the issues that we know. There's a lot of you don't know where to start. But take our solutions from our point of view. You know, last year and in 2020, trucker protests were like a big thing in the news. Is that a good way to go about it? Is protests, do those end up becoming too political? How do drivers get, like when in, in points of frustration, what is the best way for drivers to sort of get their voice heard? And that's why our alliance was created. Back in 2020, we were on Constitution Avenue protesting brokers. Didn't get us real far. Um, 2018, we also met with Ted Cruz's office that told us to bring solutions to bring solutions. So now we as an alliance are coming together as drivers, creating the solutions and taking the solutions to the politicians. They don't want to hear our issues time and time again. They honestly don't know how to fix it. 
So what we drivers have to do is give them the solutions. We know how to fix it out here. Mm. Mm. Well, people who want to join your group, how do, how, do, how do you connect? How do I bring some drivers together over to you? Well, come down to 7401 or 74108, sorry, um, or cdldu.com on the internet. We have a very, Facebook page, we have a TikTok page. Well, very cool. Before I let you go, I got to send you to the Wheel of Stupid Questions. It's a special Matt's edition. So let's see where this lands. Oh, this is a good one. All right. You are in loves and they're selling you as an air freshener. What do you smell like? <sighs> <laughs> that is a stupid question. Cigarettes and orange mints this yeah. morning, I, I can it. tell you that. <laughs> That's my favorite one. That's my favorite tree. Hey guys, thank yeah. you so much for thank you so much for coming on the show. I'll let you get back over to Matt's and have some fun. Send uh, Justin back over to me and uh, enjoy your day. All right. Thank, thank you, you very much for having us. No, I appreciate it. Thanks guys for stopping by. And here comes Justin back in the fray. What's up, Justin? I think I got my videos back, so maybe we can talk through these real quick before we bring up the uh, the Sorry. next guest. Can you start? Can you guys start me back at the beginning of these these pictures and videos? Guys in the back. There we go. Yeah. Okay. Tell me what we're looking at here. Uh, it's a it's a row of old trucks. Um, all throughout the show, you got show trucks, um, trucks all dolled up, looking nice and pretty. These are old workhorse trucks. They they are what they are. You know, this thing's just all beat to hell, covered in rust, but Got some miles on it, as a truck should. Um, that's the sign for the arm wrestling showdown. Yeah, kind of check that out after the uh, after the show here. Look, uh, Erica, she's year. wearing a great shirt. She's wearing the what yeah, the truck yeah. shirt. Do they have you stopped by there? Did they have the? Because um, she's going to be on the show Monday. Do they have the? Uh, I keep trying to supposed to say over the top because that sign, the maximum overdrive truck. Yes, yes, they do. They have one there. It's not for sale yet. I think they're doing they're doing pre orders right now. But you can definitely check it out. It's a, it's a cool little tr uh, truck. Oh, nice. All right. And this bad boy, we talked about him for a second here. Show us this wicked intent looking truck. Keep going, guys. Thank I see you. it. Yeah, El Diablo. It's so cool that trucks like this, the more you look, I, I probably walked by that truck five times and every single time I noticed something different on it. We get yeah, an like inside too. Show us the inside her. of this, boys. There yeah, we the go. End, nice screen and everything. It's, it's does does this guy, like, who runs this one? Because Wicked Intent, the guy in here, he's very, like, visible on Facebook, and he talks a lot about the design of it. But is he actually, is he, like, pulling freight? Is this person pulling freight with this thing? He says he can if he needs to. Um, he drove it all the way here from Vegas. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm totally blanking on his name. Too, too many names to keep track of today. But the, uh, the, the movie that he had playing on the TV in there was Maximum Overdrive as well. Interesting. Guys, take us on a walk on the floor. Show us these videos. Let's, let's see what Matt's looks like. Yeah. Yep. Busy, busy Saturday. The it's not raining too hard right now outside. I think it might be picking up later. So unfortunately, all the show trucks they got outside are going to get wet. Who's got the best booth this year? Oh, geez. Uh, walking around today, I really liked um, Mud Flaps. Um, they have like a cool little picnic area set up. Uh, got free food, so that's obviously a plus. Uh, I really liked. So it, it depends on the day. Yesterday, I really liked Herds because they had free coffee and everybody was jonesing for some coffee. And I think today, uh, I think today, Mudflaps booth really uh, spoke to me. <laughs> Is this like get like when I went to Gats? There's people who'd like walk around with. Um, like wheelbarrows and stuff just to take swag oh, yeah. from boot is, is same environment at this place yeah yeah i didn't get you don't see too many on this video but they're all over the place uh lots of kids you know parents don't want to drag the kids around so they they throw them in the wagon and just wheel them around 
You find anything uh, for the bo- for your for your boy there? Uh, I will after the show. Since I've been here, it's been mostly just glad handing and trying to get guests on the show. And then after, once I'm wrapped up with this, then it's like, okay, what what can I stuff into my suitcase when I, when I go home? <laughs> very very cool. Um, hold on, I got to tip the band one more time. And uh, do you have a, do you have another guest here? Absolutely. Oh, wait, do we have some more pretty trucks, guys? Show us all the pictures. Just bring us all the pic. Thank you. Yeah yeah. And these ones, you call these ones the cleanest ones? The cleanest ones I saw. There might be some outside yesterday that I didn't get a chance to see, so please don't, don't murder me on, on that fact. That was um, Big Rick Barbie. Um, she, she does a really good job with her, uh, her setup. Oh, she's been on this show before. It's been, it's been too long, though. It's been about uh, a year since oh, she came on here. I, I invited her on. I said, hey, get here at noon. It never showed up. So a lot, a lot yeah, of ghosting going on here this weekend. Well, <laughs> it's, it's, it's busy. It's too, it's, much busy. To go. it's too much happening. There's too much happen. Let's say before we get to uh, this ad read, let's show this picture of Justin too. Can we see the beards? There we oh, go. Oh yeah, all the beards of Matt's. You weren't kidding. You weren't kidding. Oh, are, were you out length? That guy's maybe a little bit thicker than you. That guy's longer than you. He's got the longest. He's the longest I've seen so far. And a lot of the guys with the longer beards, they always ask me like, "Dude, do I have the longest? Do I have the longest?" I'm like, "Uh, I'd say you have like number five. I don't, I don't, I don't want to like bruise too many egos." Any uh, potential beard cream sponsors there? None that I saw. It totally, totally missing out. Yeah, you're right. There needs to be a beard booth here next year. All right. Well, cool. Send us the hard stuff. That's what Dunavant Logistics says. When you run into that really challenging logistical nightmare that keeps you up at night, call the good folks over at Dunavant. They make headaches disappear. Visit them at Dunavant.com. All right, Justin, who's up on deck next? Who's with us now? Uh, we have Todd and Tom from truckcoinswap.com. Uh, I had dinner with them last night with Reed. Uh, little confused on the on the whole crypto stuff but i figured they could uh come on the show and explain it uh, better than i ever could so gentlemen please come down have a seat oh wow mr dooner hey what's happening where'd you guys go to All dinner right. last night uh we went to uh, uh we were at like uh i can't remember sorry uh like jay alexander's i think it's called like redlands grill down here or something like that so interesting you got to get nervous taking some truck drivers out to eat though they're big boys Actually, it was it was a fantastic conversation. We got into like uh, fractional reserve lending and you know monetary issues and all kinds of stuff. It was it was great. Now, so like back in like twenty early twenty twenty one, when like things like Dogecoin like really took off, a lot of S coins took off, a lot of stuff like that. And I saw a lot of truck drivers get wrapped up in that stuff can you like is that what you guys do what is like truck coin you know there's a lot of there's a lot of talk around crypto a lot of confusion around it so what is it that like you guys do yeah that's that's a great question so we really um we we don't have much to do uh we have nothing to do with with any of that so we uh we've created a blockchain settlement platform uh for carriers and uh for 3pls and brokerages uh, that that uses a digital asset and utilizes Web3 and blockchain technology that allows freight invoices to be settled immediately at almost zero cost uh, to brokerages, 3PLs, and, and carriers. Uh, and that really is uh, what the underlying tech is supposed to be all about, right? Um, creating faster transactions, cheaper transactions, making uh, small businesses more efficient, uh, it, it, it's not really about, you know, rampant speculation for altcoins and, and those types of things. So it's, uh, it's, it's really a massive improvement upon the, the trade finance model that we have right now in the transportation industry. I've, I've, I've been in the transportation industry now for the better part of 10 years. 
I came from the uh, the 3PL brokerage sector, so I understand these pain points uh, very, very well. And uh, it's it's tremendous to have brought a solution to the market that can recapture this revenue and put it back into the pockets of brokers and truck drivers. So how does it work? Like, do I have to hold your coin? Is this settled in USD? Bit like how how isn't it exchange? How does that part of it work? Yeah, that's that's a great question. Um, we've built the model, the the business and revenue model and tokenomic model in a way where uh, a carrier or a broker or three PL only has to uh, take possession of our token. And it sounds like you're pretty familiar with uh, the ecosystem. It, it is a Polygon token, but they only have to hold that token for about three to five minutes. That's about the amount of time that it takes to then sell the token to the market. And we actually, uh, we, we announced the first, the world's ever, uh, world's first ever blockchain transaction uh, back in December. So this isn't uh, theoretical. This isn't, you know, a solution on the horizon. Uh, we've already proved concept on the model. We've got about 300 carriers right now waiting us waiting for us to go live at the end of April. Um, and it really is amazing because when when you do the math on on factoring and trade finance in the industry, a lot of these companies are losing about $20,000 a year in net revenue on every truck. So for a one truck operator, for a 10 truck operator, uh, this is a, a, a pretty substantial cost. And they're, re, they're able to recoup almost all of it uh, settling on our blockchain platform. Interesting. But, you know, I think the one thing people have a lot of fear of is the risks. Are there, are there risks involved? Can the exchange go insolvent in that five seconds that, like, I, I'm waiting? We've seen some of the charts, and the charts are just as, as big as a meme as some of the coins. Right. I, I would say it's and, and there certainly is volatility. Uh, there's volatility in fiat currencies right now. I mean, I, sure. I don't mean to demean the, the U.S. dollar in any way, but we're de depending on who you ask, we're dealing with six to 12 percent annualized inflation uh, in, in the dollar right now. But we have built the model in a way where, uh, you know, they're, they're taking possession of the token for purposes of settlement. And then they're immediately able to sell or divest to get back to cash because, you know, truck drivers, 3PLs, brokerages, they're not crypto investors. They're not engaging in arbitrage. They just want to get their cash, uh, pay their operating expenses and get on to the next load. So we've we've built it in that way. We, we don't recommend that anybody hold the token. Uh, but the other kind of interesting thing about it is, you know, Bitcoin is up, I think, about 35 percent since the beginning of the year. Uh, once your revenue is on the chain, as they like to say, it does give drivers the opportunity if they want to keep some of that revenue in Bitcoin, keep some of that money in a stable coin. They, they also have that option. They have that uh, diversification of, of, of their revenue. But if they just want to go to cash, again, the, the holding period is only about three to five minutes and they can go straight to cash and move on to their next load. What's the most interesting thing you've seen out on the floor so far? Some absolutely amazing trucks. I mean, uh, just like uh, custom trucks, um, trucks that have been, uh, you know, they're 50 years old that look like they're, they're brand spanking new with, with huge price tags. It's, uh, it's, I mean, these are like uh, works of art, I think. What about really you? Really good. Guys, people want to learn more about all this, how it works. They want to connect with you. What do I send them to? Truckcoinswap.com. Um, all, all the information's there. We've got carrier testimonials there. Uh, the whole, the whole platform. Very cool. Hey guys, go enjoy the event. Go enjoy the floor. It looks like it's, it's, it's really cool. Justin showed me a video earlier of, uh, little trucks driving around and stuff too. I, I got to find the remote controllers. Take care, dudes. Cool.
All right, thanks. All right, thanks. Nice. All right, who do we got now? I think we'll bring Justin back with uh, Dan Lindsay from Truck Smarter, if I'm not mistaken. Is that who we got here, Justin? Dan's walking up. Justin, what's the flannel per capita at Matt's? Maybe a third. A third, yeah. I, I, it's, always, it's, I always make sure to wear my best flannel at these uh, at these live events. Got well, it flannel, looks good on got, you. We got beards. Yeah, yeah. Beards. Can't, can't <laughs> we got beards, it. too. Who's with you right now? Who's this, who's this young man? How's it going? Am I, am I in the picture? You I'm are in the picture. Hey, Dan Cow over here, CEO at Truck Smarter. Uh, big fan of the show, so excited to, to finally be on. Now, where do you come out for? You have kind of a very neutral accent. Where are you, what, part of the, what part of the U.S. are you here from? Well, I grew up in New Jersey, uh, ah. but, but, uh, but our, our company is based over in California, and we have a couple offices around the, around the country as well, so a little bit everywhere. What do you guys do? So Truck Smarter, what we are is that we're a, a one-stop shop for truck drivers that help them find loads, help them get paid for those loads uh, faster than you know, most of the other factory companies out there. And we're just building a whole set of tools for drivers to effectively just continue to find better discounts, whether on fuel and a whole host of other services. And the goal is to effectively just use all that technology that's out there and just build specifically for the truck drivers so that they can just continue to manage your business better. Interesting. How did you run into Justin? I think I saw Justin at a happy hour that we hosted. So we, uh, <laughs> and I saw him come in and, we're, and we, we just chatted it up. So basically what we do every, so during the, uh, you know, on a normal week, every Friday, what we do is that we, ha- we host a clubhouse with all of our uh, customers and, you know, we get up to 50, 60, 70 people on a Discord channel. And we're just all talking about what's going on in, in the industry. But then also that's where we're featuring a lot of the new things that we're building for them. And we thought if we're going to be in mass, we might as well get them all to come in and do it live. Uh, and we had about 50, 60 people there. You had some beers. Yeah, yeah, that was a good time. Had some pizza. It was, a, it was a great time. Great to see everybody in person. So what kind of feedback do you get? Like, Justin, what kind of feedback would, would you give him now that you've kind of looked at his program? You've been a driver. What, what seems like most useful and what seems like you might be missing the mark here? Uh, as the kind of driver I was, I wouldn't, I wouldn't actually be a customer of that because I was yeah. always... Uh, he was doing some military stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he, was yeah. telling, uh, <laughs> he was telling us some fun stories there. I don't, I don't know if we're at that level yet, but uh, yeah. <laughs> Perhaps one day. Well, well, what kind of feedback were you getting then? Like, what, what were drivers saying about it? Yeah, I think for us, it's, you know, you know when we first started, the, the whole, the beginning of the company was, we saw how it would take sometimes up to an hour, hour and a half for drivers to find loads, right? There's a lot of digitization, great digitization that's going on in the industry that's helping, you know, drivers have basically access available jobs at an easier pace. But because, you know, it's fragmented, it's quite distributed, it, you know, you got 40, 50, 60 dev- different apps to do. Uh, it would just take you oh, quite a while just to find that next job to keep moving. And, and that was the first feedback we heard. You know, I, I was at a brokerage before, and we kind of leveraged our feedback to, you know, build this first load board that kind of aggregated all that information. And we've just been following the customer, right? So, I mean, a lot of our drivers, they were talking about their financing issues. That's why we launched a factoring business. We know that fuel is one of the number one costs uh, that drivers do take. So we built a fuel discount program. So a lot of it's just how can we just continue to push the wave and use technology and put it in the hands of the drivers so that they can just better manage their business. So how do we better create load boards? Now, I haven't used your particular, but one of the big complaints sure. about the big name brand load board is the amount of ghost loads, the amount of double brokering, right. the amount of fake information, and just the poor data output that comes inherent with all of that. Yeah, I mean, I think this, you got to build a great relationship with the brokerage, right? And you got to make sure that you're working directly with your partners there. They're sending the loads directly from their systems. And that just kind of eliminate a lot of the noise. But then it's also you want to make sure that 
you know, when a driver is, is, is bidding or booking on this freight, that they're able to make a direct connection with those folks as well. And we try to make it such that the vast majority of our freight is biddable, bookable, all within the app and effectively helping drivers find, you know, other providers out there so that they can build their network as well so that they can then go build that relationship with them. Man, what do you think the biggest challenge that carriers are facing right now at Loadboards is? Well, right now it's, you know, it's mar- where the market is today. It's it's not great, right? If you're in the spot if you're in the spot market, the, 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 the there's been quite a bit of pressure that's happened over the last two or so years. So a lot of it is kind of what you're saying, right? It's you just kind of have to cut through the noise, continue to make sure that you can get the best price for your business. And it's just a lot of that extra effort that you have to do. And it's a necessary effort, right? Because you've got to keep your business moving. And those are all a lot of the things that we want to provide, whether it's the analytics, whether it's part of uh, the market understanding that we can see and just give a lot of that power to the to the driver. Now, do load boards, like when you're thinking about this, do you also have to think towards the future and technology and things like autonomous trucks or EVs, like EVs are another one. I was just talking to a company on Wednesday and they rent out EV trucks and they, you know, it helps companies with their ESG score and all that stuff. But there's sure. a lot of like shippers who directly want to make sure it's not an EV so they can say that it's on an, an EV. Is that kind of stuff starting to become way, very important in the way that load board operates? Well, we think for us, we'd love to help facilitate that technology, right? It, the way we kind of look at ourselves is we're matching supply with demand. And in the future, some of that supply might need drivers to help issue or uh, usher in that next generation of fleets, usher in that next generation of autonomous vehicles. And we want to be that platform where we can help deploy a lot of that infrastructure in such that it's just easier to, to get to that future. Interesting. What, what is your, what's the best thing you've seen at Matt so far? I think for me, I mean, a couple of our partners are raffling off a, an entire race car. Uh, over in the north wing uh you know we we just built a fuel discount program one of our biggest partners is ambas which is a a great uh network of uh owner operator fuel stops in america and yeah they're raffling off a race car and i was like i I don't know how we can top that one yeah (laughs) what what do you do with it if you win it i guess you do do yeah i don't you gotta just drive off the drive off the lot of it seems i'm not sure (laughs) it might ruin my life I yeah. might end up ruining ruining my life. They need like a match yeah. showcase showdown. I would love like the, the type of yeah. items that yeah. vendors would put all in. All the crazy thing. things at once. And yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, Dan, how do people learn more? How do they connect with you? They Or how do they join one of your happy hours? Yeah. I mean, go on trucksformarter.com. I mean, we we host the, the weekly clubhouse and we send an invite to some of our top users, hundreds of them every single week. And it's a great way to connect with the team. We have, you know, half of our company goes onto that clubhouse and chats with with folks. And yeah, always happy to talk with more individuals. Should I get on Discord? I keep hearing, like, supply chain, like, never nobody used Discord. And now, like, in the past year, I'm hearing all these people are starting up Discords. We can throw you an invite. We can we can connect offline. We can make sure that, well, what? hopefully we'll, we'll help you get into the into the space. What's one more app, man? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, Just Reed's another, been bugging me, add too. Another, add another icon there. <laughs> uh, it's so much. Well, hey, thank you so much for coming on the show. I appreciate, appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks, um, we have Charles up next, but first I want to have a special guest, Mr. Yeah. Anthony um, Talakia. How do you pronounce your last name, sir? Talanka. Talanka. Anthony Talanka. This is Mr. Matt himself. He was gracious enough. Oh, to yeah. Come, come on, Matt. So let's talk to you. While, while we're filming, he's in here shooting video, and I was like, oh, Anthony, come on in. Come on in, man. Come on to the show. This, yeah, this is, this is Anthony Talanka. Uh, Anthony, this, nice this to meet you. Show. I'm doing it. Thanks for coming on What the oh, Truck. How are you? I'm good. How are you? How are you? So, Thanks for having wh- me. Why, on. Is, why does he call you Mr. Matt? Hey, I uh, I worked with them. I helped them get this uh, opportunity, I guess. So I'm Mr. Matts. I mean, I may not be the president here, but right now I'm in charge, I guess, right? <laughs> he, he was the one that we were like always emailing back and forth to like, get everything set up for the show. So to me, so to what me is he's that, Mr. Matts. 
This is a this is a big event. Even your first one was pretty big. Your first event was four thousand people in nineteen seventy two. Now we're in the year twenty twenty three. How many people? How many vendors come to an event like this? And how many like nowadays? How many podcasters do you have to be a handler for? <laughs> right. So it's definitely grown crazy over the uh, the last few years. Uh, this is my second show. So last year we had about. 58,000 people. We were just getting over some of the COVID restrictions. So a lot of the international uh, companies weren't coming over, but this year it's gotten a little bit easier. So we're over 60,000 now. We have over 850 exhibitors. So, I mean, the show is just growing and growing. We got some of the big OEMs back this year. We have some Kenworth presents. We have Western Star Daimler. So it's been growing. We're trying to get everyone involved. We're you know, pushing as many special events, more education than ever. We have over 40 special event education Seminars going on Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So we're just trying to jam pack it. So there's a little bit for everybody in trucking here. Was there like a predominant topic or theme people kept coming to you with this year? Um, in terms of seminars or just kind of in general about the show? Yeah, just in general or seminars, either or. Those usually kind of tell you a little bit of the temperature of, of how people are thinking or at least, uh, you know, speakers are thinking. Sure. Yeah, definitely. So our main audiences are owner operators, fleet owners and company drivers, so pretty much any, all the popular sessions are, you know, low boards, how can I save money? So anything like that, really, that just connects with the drivers, how they could save time, how they could save money. Those are really some of the top hot sessions that we have going on here. I mean, just walking the show floor, kind of filming some of them. Those are some of the ones that are packed. You know, all the seats are filled. People are just really trying to learn and gather as much education and knowledge as possible, really. Well, very cool. Hey, thank you so much for coming on the show. But well, I have you. If yeah. people want to get involved with Matt's, where, where would we send them to? Sure. Yeah, definitely. So the easiest spot is our website. That's www.truckingshow.com. For you know attendees, we'll open up registration for 2024, probably around December or so. But a couple, uh, you know, leading weeks after the show, we're going to update it with all of our 2023 content, all of our new seminars will be on there, all of our PKY custom trucks will be on there. As well, just on Facebook, Mid-America Trucking Show, and on Instagram at Trucking Show. We're posting as much content and quality as possible. Next year, we'll have to bring uh, the full show. I'll, I'll come down there, too. It'll be a good time. Yeah, absolutely. We'd love to have you guys. All right. Well, hey, thanks for stopping by the show. I appreciate it. Thanks for saying yeah, hi. Absolutely. Thank you for crashing yeah, the show, man. Absolutely. So <laughs> Very cool. Mr. Charles Grace, Mr. Chattanooga, Hot Seat Services. Charles is, a, uh, he, Charles is a two-for-one today. Where is he? Oh, good. Is it Charles and Paul? Charles and Paul. It is. What is up? <laughs> How we doing, buddy? What's happening, guys? Hey, I, I'm I'm envious of you. I saw the backdrop that you uh, that uh, CDL Life hooked you up with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's pretty sweet. We got the good time. we got the tube lights going too, so it's like it's like extra flashy. It's like a, it's like our booth has underglow. It's nice. Yeah, and we got stickers with our face on it and a little barcode, so we're having a good time. Yeah, you kind of look like uh, you're 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 part way headed towards like a gathering of the juggalos. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> just, it's kind of it's kind of got that vibe sometimes. I feel like it mats, but in like a good way, like in that workaholics episode where they found out it was awesome. Yeah, no, is mats your favorite type of of event? Like, I go to the more corporate button up ones. I've been to like Gats and stuff, and I you know I kind of like being down with the people at Gats. I know gas doesn't gas exist is anymore fun because you got the drivers, you got the carriers, you got all the vendors. You're able to check the temperature, what's going on, have fun, see people face to face. It's a little different than, you know, wearing the suit and tie and going out there and uh, the dinners. You get to mingle with the actual people that make this shit happen. 
Well, yeah, I gotta it's ask- also super. Oh, you're good. No, go ahead. I was about to say it's also super fun because, like, when you go to the more like suit and tie type events, um, you know, people say what they say, but like when you actually have drivers and the people in the room, like they can't say no to certain things and they have to agree with you, and it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's true. You know, so you're you're a recruiter on the hot seat services side, Charles. There's got to be people crawling all over the floor looking for drivers. But do a lot of company drivers come to an event like this? Is this more owner operators? What's kind of the what's the crowd like? I mean, uh, you're going to see fleet owners. You're going to see retired owner operators. You're going to see lease drivers that have control. But no company is really sending their drivers to this event, especially when you got 90 companies trying to recruit drivers. It's kind of like throwing chum in the water and a shark tank. <laughs> well, who have you guys been running into? What, what have been people talking to you about? Uh, a lot about the show. It's uh, I actually have to remind people I have a day job. They're just yeah. like, hey, you're the guy from Suns Per Mile. And, oh, you're the guy from Suns Per Mile. Yeah. And we're like, we have jobs and names. <laughs> yeah. But, like, that's it? There's nothing more? That's yeah. a little vapid of an answer, Charles. Give me more, man. It, it, it's <laughs> Your answer was like, oh, I haven't learned anything. It's just people coming up to me asking for my autograph. Come on, Charles. I, Keep I, them I humble, Paul. I wouldn't ask. I wouldn't. Well, I, I, would say, I, would say, I would say there's actually been a lot of that. Um, but it's very, like. Uh, like, oh, hey, you're the guy from Sense Per Mile. So it's like, it's cool, but at the same time, it's like no one actually knows who we are. They just know that we are. Okay, aside, guys, guys, aside from Sense Per Mile, right? What no. what else is going on on the floor? Like, what what do you guys see? Oh. So we got the Veterans yeah. and Trucking exhibit right behind us. So this was really cool. Uh, all the carriers are bringing in their trucks, their wrap to tribute to service or a particular branch or a series of branches. Uh, yesterday we had a nice giveaway of a truck to a driver that was really deserving that was custom wrapped by clean harbors. So, I mean, it was really exciting times, really meaningful. Uh, I love being in that section, being a veteran myself. So you get to hear the stories from the drivers that are on the road, their service and what their companies are doing to give back. Interesting. Interesting. What do one of those wraps cost anyway? Wow. I think think they usually run about five or 6,000. Yeah. Interesting. And any, then any, the any interesting tech on the floor? Go into it. Any interesting tech, or is it more like old school trucks? So you got the old school trucks, the stretch frame trucks, which are always fun to look at. Uh, I always imagine that they're not as fun to drive. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we're making our way around the floor here after this, and we're going to start checking out what's outside of just the VIT pavilion and the food court. That's kind of where we ventured off to today so far. But one one cool thing though is like post COVID. It seems like everybody this year, last year, all the uh, the booths and stuff seemed kind of small, but it feels like this year, everybody went way bigger, uh, like they were doing like pre-COVID. So it's nice to see like, it seems like there might be some less booths, but all the booths that are there like went big. Yeah, they went big. They're getting flashy. There's no uh, face covers or hazmat suits. So you're actually getting to see people and they're having a good time. Yes. And I'm not seeing people hand out. Uh, hand sanitizer at yeah everything. no that's all you can't hand out you can't give people master sanitizer anymore you, you piss them off nobody nobody wants that they're like why are you giving <laughs> us this 2020 garbage um before i let you go guys go there is the over the top arm wrestling tournament tournament coming up at mats i can't attend so i have to have my own tournament on the show so you two need to square up right now oh i'm God. game all uh, right oh okay it's put the arm up like all right <clears throat> let's see who's got it all right on the bell all right let's go 
Oh no! <laughs> he took. You know, the, the, I know what the problem. He didn't have the hat on backwards. He didn't. He didn't do oh, the yeah. Lincoln yeah. hawk. We'll give him a rematch later on, right? <laughs> to give him a rematch later on. Guys, thank you so much for coming on. Everybody check out the apparently super famous Sense Per Mile at their booth. People can't stop talking their ears off. And cha- arm wrestling champion, Charles Gracie. Take care, guys. Trivia. Trivia arm and arm wrestling. I, oh, man. I know. Paul has uh, Paul Gibson is 0-2 versus Charles Gracie in What the Truck, um, pugilism, uh, trivia, and events. So it's it's been a bit wild. And now we have a couple more gentlemen. Who is this? Is this uh, Christian Gonzalez from Clean Harbors and Chris Daniels from NASCAR? Would that be you right? You got it, yep. dude. You got it. <laughs> what is up, man? To Clean Harbors, they just told me you guys gave a truck away yesterday. So, yeah, we had our Reach Across America tribute truck uh, right over there in the Veterans and Trucking Experience. Uh, it was one of our drivers who's been giving a Reach Across America for many years, and we just wanted to give back to them and, and kind of really show off the Reach Across America piece. I love what Reeds Across America is up to. Well, why is the NASCAR driving experience hanging out with Clean Harbors, though? Well, that's an interesting story, and I'll kind of let Chris pick up after I start. But um, if you don't know, I mean, Safety Clean has been is one of Clean Harbors' companies, and probably over 30 years they've had a, a relationship with NASCAR and also with Petty's Garage. So I'll kind of let Chris talk a little bit about that Safety Clean relationship and a little bit of what he's got going on. Yeah, Safety Clean's been a partner of NASCAR Racing Experience, like Chris said, for over 30 years. Um, Huge help. They've been a great partner all along the way. What NASCAR Racing Experience does is we offer the opportunity to race fans to come and drive a race car or ride in a race car with one of our professional drivers. We operate across the country at uh, around 16 different racetracks. We have about 200 race cars in our fleet and a lot of moving parts. So this is a good show to to come to. And um, Thanks to Clean Harbors and the invite. It's been a, a, good, a good opportunity. Ooh, I yeah, love that. Na- well, I was just going to say, I love NASCAR logistics. I've seen some of the trailers that they put cars in. Those things are fantastic. Yeah, we have about 20 of those. Um, they've got the lift gates on the back. And our haulers will haul uh, either six cars or three cars on top. And then a registration center at the bottom where we sell merchandise, customers check in and whatnot. So we've got two different combinations, but um, all of the 53 foot enclosed trailers, like you said, with the lift gate, they're really cool. How, how yeah. soon in advance do you have to send a trailer of trucks to a race to make sure that they're, I love the live event stuff. Cause if it doesn't show up, you don't get to race. Right. So there's, there's that extra element of pressure and planning just what we yep. need in logistics. Yep. And that's for sure. There's definitely a lot of pressure. Um, we get there the day before any of our track events and we'll we'll have what we call a setup day. So typically our trucks will go from racetrack to racetrack. So if we're leaving New Hampshire, they might be headed to Richmond. Um, they're going to have a couple of days to get there. Once they get there, you know, obviously, like you just said, a lot of pressure. We've got to get there on time, whether you have tires blown or mechanical failures. Um, then once we get there, you got to make sure that we get all the cars unloaded, everything set up. You've got basically one day to do that. And then we run on track, typically on Saturdays and Sundays. Very, very cool. And you were about to say something, Christian, I think. What, what were you going to throw in there before we got into the trailers? Yeah, what I was going to say is, is you know, not only is it a cool experience to be a part of it and get to drive the cars and everything else, what me and Chris were talking about is, is actually working for the NASCAR driving experience, right? So I really wanted to let him kind of cover some of that on what he needs there. Yeah, we're looking for um, the NASCAR driving experience. NASCAR racing experience is a great intro for really anybody that wants to get into the industry, whether it's trucking, 
mechanics, um, sales, you know, t-shirt, hat sales, registration, marketing, sales, uh, all those different types of positions. We've got all of it all wrapped into one company. And it's a really fun company because you're around racetracks and race cars and delivering an experience, a once in a lifetime experience to customers. So, um, you know, anyone out there that's looking to get into, even if it's trucking or into racing, even if they're not into racing, it's a great opportunity to come. You can learn along the way and a, a great introduction um, to trucking or, you know, being a mechanic and race with race cars. I think that's what you got to well, I was just going to say, you have to give your information to uh, my buddy Justin over there because we got to do a feature on that to, to show some video and everything of how of how cool that is. I, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt For you. Sure. No, you're good. You're good. Yeah, we need to have you out to drive a race car. We'll get that Actually, set up. I would be all about that one. Uh, if you wanted to come up to like India or one of these other areas, Dooner, I would actually go out there and I would race you and I'll actually oh. bring Charles and, uh, and them in it. So how okay. would you like that? A what the truck and a sense per bound, a clean harbors race. Absolutely. We'll take on all of you. We'll take on all of your team. <laughs> hey guys, we appreciate your, your time so much. Yeah, you don't want to arm wrestle each other. Do you? There's a big arm wrestling tournament. I think he's going to win, but we can do we, it. We, we can all right, it let's get it up. Square up. Let's see who's on the bell. There you go. There you go. Yep. Go ahead. You're gonna go. <laughs> Look at that. He's talking. Look at that. He's already throwing shade at him. I love it because, hey, thank you. It's like, you even going? Well, is that just a win? We'll, we'll have a rematch on the racetrack. We have a rematch. of a weight difference on them. In the meantime, guys, people who want to connect with either of you, where do I send them to? Uh, for, for Clean Harbors, you can go to cleanharborscareerday.com. It'll actually show all the jobs we're pushing out here right now. Um, we're at, we're here at booth one six one four zero for the rest of the weekend in Louisville and for yeah for NASCAR racing experience the best thing is to send a resume or an application to jobs at driving one hundred one dot com. Excellent guys, thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of Matt's. Thank you, thank you, Dooner. Take it easy. All right, and now we're going to close things out with Andy Dishner from Coexel and Justin Martin from What the Truck. So let's bring them both back. Here comes Andy. And here comes Justin oh, right What the truck, him. man. Justin, by the way, Justin, did you hear back. that we might get to race on a NASCAR thing? Yeah, Check actually, I need to like, track those guys down before they take off. I, don't, I want to get all their info, too. I yeah, want to yeah, drive yeah. a truck. What do I got to do? I'm in the right spot, obviously. I you love the accent, man. Well, Andy, where are, you, Andy, where are you joining us from? Where, do you, where, where are you originally from? Knoxville, ten I'm from Johnson City, Tennessee, but I live in Knoxville. Been there 25 years, and we're having a blast at Matt's 51 edition, buddy. This is awesome. What are you telling? What are you telling people about? What are you? What are you spreading the word on? Well, we're we're pumped. Where we've got a lot of things that uh, new technologies that we're unveiling here at the show. Uh, but really, the the center for what we're doing is load execution, and uh, we've got some really cool stuff that we're uh, beta testing now with our fleets, and we're pumped. It's a good time. Little March Madness in the air, 51st edition, Louisville, Kentucky. It's uh, it's all good. I know when Kim was on the show last time, it was right after the Alabama game, oh. and we're reeling a little bit after the March Madness loss. But uh, it, it's it's good times, good times. No, it sounds it sounds really cool. Well, before I let you go, when pe people want to connect with you, they want to do more with you guys. Where do I send them to? Booth six one one two nine is where we are at the show uh, over in the South Wing, I believe. West Wing, I believe. And um, you can find us at konexil.com, and we're always here to help. What's the best thing you've seen on the floor so far? Um, you know, just there's a lot of buzz around uh, a lot of the uh, new technologies. I agree with the gentleman before. There's a, lot, there's a lot more people here. The booths are larger. The traffic's good. People have kind of post-COVID, I think, figured out, you know what, it's all safe. We're good. 
uh, let's go out and have a good time and uh, grow this industry. Yeah, yeah, you can't sit in the bear cave for too long. You got to get back out and no, shake man, hands. We're, we're breaking out. We're breaking out. Now, I don't know if I want to arm wrestle this guy, <laughs> but, uh, it's, but it's, you can it's do it. Let's do it. All right. Huh? I, uh, Justin's kind of a cupcake. I've taken him out before, and I'm not the strongest I'm, guy. I'm, I'm, at, I'm at a disadvantage, too, because I'm, like, I'm left-handed. So Okay. All right, on the <laughs> belt. There we go. Let's see. Oh, he's you got to put your elbow down. He's very strong. He got me. He got uh, me. Oh, he's out of there. You just got buried <laughs> I think, into the I think floor. he let me win that one, actually. <laughs> well, I love a little Johnson City, Tennessee. Go Vols. Thank you for stopping by the show. Everyone go check out that Connexel boot. It's Connexel, right? Connexel? Connexel. 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 You're close. Connexel. Connexel. Yeah. I got to throw an eel. And, and eel at the the, the maker of the My20 ELD, LogiCam dash, dash cam system, load execution, send them over. Uh, we're uh, we're having a big time. Very very cool. Well, thank you so much, sir. Ah uh, man, take care. Have a great day. How about you, Justin? Justin, what's up? What's in store for the rest of the day here for you? What are you up to next? Probably gonna drink two gallons of water just to you know rehydrate myself from all the sweating and walking around and everything last night, uh, and then kick up my feet and and uh, rest for a little bit. Yeah, after your showing on the show, I would not suggest you enter the over-the-top arm wrestling tournament. Maybe no. let like the gentleman I'll, sitting next to you do that for you. Yeah, I'll I'll, yeah. I'll watch it. I'll, I'll he cheer, let, I'll he cheer let from me the crowd. win. He let me win. <laughs> well, but he did a, he did an um an amazing job. Well, Justin, it, people who are listening to this live after you go off air, how do they find you around the event? If they want to hook up, they want to be on a future episode of What the Truck, or um, you know, they just want to meet. For this flannel. Look for this flannel. For the, I mean, I, I, you said two I thirds of the, the crowd here with all those beards. I know. Like, how are they? You're, it's like, where's Waldo? Except that uh, everybody's dressed like Waldo. Yeah, yeah. I know. I need, I need your, uh, your giant what the truck hat next time I'm here, so I stick out. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you borrow it. I'll let you borrow it <laughs> next time. Well, hey, both of you, thank you so much for coming on the show, Justin. Thank you for setting this all up at Matt's and bringing us in live. We had an amazing time. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks, Dooner. A little, little, little nervous at the end, but we, we pulled it off. No, you got it. You Thanks brought a ton of people. We had a cavalcade of, uh, of smart minds on here. Both you have a good weekend. Wave goodbye to them. And you guys come back on Monday because we got Ben Sergis, the VP of Sales at Cowan Logistics. We got Ali Fagari, Chief Strategy Officer over at XPO Logistics. Ron Faraday, President of ARL Transport. We got Brad Burling over at Bitfreighter. And Erica Reese over at First Gear Inc. She's going to show off that maximum overdrive semi truck in the meantime find me on twitter at timothy dooner follow the show at fw what the truck take care and don't be a stranger